Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, how are you? Check in, check in time, check in time. Check in time, 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 never reason, check in time. That reminds me of when my mom used to wake us up in the mornings as children. She would go, it's time to get up, it's time to get up, it's time to get up in the morning. Why are parents, when they wake you up for school, the most obnoxious? Like, they don't have to be doing but, like, all that. It's, it's just funny because the older I got and, like, my mom would make sure I uh, would get up for school. Like, fi- elementary school, it would be that song. And then by the time I was 17, she literally would burst open my door, turn on the lights, and just go, get up and leave. <laughs> I'm like, what, hap- dad one time, I'm like, what happened to the song? Was, I think it was April Fool's Day. And you know how in the South, sometimes it'll just snow at, like, the end of March? Yeah. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. So it was April Fool's Day, and I was, like, maybe in first or second grade. And my dad woke me up, and he was like, Rebecca, it's snowing outside. The ground's covered with snow, and you don't have to go to school today. <gasps> and I was like, really? And I bounced up, and I threw open the door, and the grass was brown and dry. And he was like, ha, 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 get up. He's wrong for that. I know. He's I so wrong for that. I curse his name. I this curse day. his name today. No, I like just remembered that. I don't think about it that often. Uh, well, we have some really, really good stories today. So, do you know what I never curse the name of? Do you know what I'm going to think about often? What? All of these Disney for all one these stories. Disney for one story. So let's let's not hesitate and let's get started. Before we get to, like, our main, main uh, bulk of the stories, I just want to touch upon, like, little um, updates of what our favorite Disney stars are doing uh, before we get into our main stories that we really want to dive into. Uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra for Mother's Day posted a picture of them two with their baby and revealed that their child was in the NICU for 100 days. What? I know. So I think that's why they, like, announced that they were having a baby – Announced that the baby was here, and they kind of never spoke about it again. So, so isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's that's really intense. So, congratulations to Nicholas and Priyanka. They have a child. I what did they they revealed their name? Nick Jonas also, or at least the Jonas Brothers, maybe posted that ad about Nick Jonas being on that dance show. Oh yeah, that's about to air. Yeah, and they're also, like, doing a lot of weird Walmart ads. I don't know if you've ever seen that. And Joe has been making odd TikToks. Right. About, I mean, they're funny. They are, but he's he's just trying to get into our bag. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the bag has been secured. The bag has been taken. The one that I saw this week was, like, where the whole friend group walks on camera and is like, are you a virgin? Oh, I yeah, think. Yeah. And it was like him. It was an old picture of Jonas Brothers from like probably a Jonas LA promotional shoot or something. Right. And he like popped up and was like me and my brothers when we did anything. Okay. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's child is called Malti Marie Chopra Jonas. So congratulations to that. And a few casting and 
TV announcements. Uh, Selena Gomez will be hosting Saturday Night Live, her first time hosting. She's, it is? Yep. She's been a musical Join guest. Join the Miley Club. She's been the musical guest. Uh, she joins, you know, I think some Disney stars who have hosted as Zac Efron, Miley. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Lindsay Lohan. I think that's about it. Uh, oh, Nick Jonas has hosted. And now Selena. Will you be checking it out? No. No? All right. Well, I don't I don't watch SNL live anymore because it doesn't – I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And our last, like, casting update, new project alert, before we get into our deep stories that I do want to get your take on, is uh, Vanessa Hudgens to lead and executive produce a female trucker movie. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? It's called a Big Rig. <laughs> Are you pranking me? Dad? I would never prank on Disney 4 on 1. It's too sacred to me. If that movie's not at least a little gay. So, it's a project about a young mother who finds her freedom on the open road. So. <laughs> will you be checking that out? Big rigs, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it piqued your interest. I was just... Th- Often on Disney 411, a certain combination of words comes out of your mouth that I don't think I would have ever expected to hear come out of your mouth in that exact order. I like to I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah, I mean, like half of these stories that you were like you were mad because I'd already seen them on my Twitter timeline, but there you got a genuine shock out of me. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> now to like the big stories, but I just wanted yeah. to get your take on those. So. Hillary Duff posed on Women's Health magazine. Hillary Duff in the buff. Nude! Nude. Hillary! Hillary! And <laughs> she touched upon why the Lizzie McGuire reboot was scrapped. Again. Again. This is all we're going to have to hear. It's just going to be driven into our heads. Yeah. For the rest of our it's lives. It's like, how many times does Hillary have to put Disney on blast for them to finally cave in? And, uh... Give it, give it to us. So she said, she had to be thirty years old and doing thirty-year-old things. She didn't have, she didn't need to be doing bong rips and having one-night <laughs> stands all the time. But it had to be authentic, and I think they got spooked. And that I just what, can't believe she said bong rips. I think she was like, I mean, she doesn't be like that's Gordo's job. That's Gordo's job. <laughs> I just think that every time, do I want every single piece of your thought on the Liz Mar- mcguire reboot yes but i really how many times like i feel like we know this at this point i don't know we why do. the interviewers keep asking because there's, there's so little information because it was a thing for such a small amount of time it left a big impact so in a small amount of time but i'm thinking i'm like she looks good though she looks mm-hmm. nice yes what, what were your thoughts on duff and the buff D- did they say that in the magazine because if not that is a missed opportunity no, they didn't they didn't that's they should have i know yeah, she looks. She looks good. I saw. I saw it. Someone else that I know posted like the cover photo to their Instagram mm-hmm. story yesterday. So I saw it. Yeah. Pre. I mean. This. Who in, in in a different universe we would probably be like on season three of the new Lizzie McGuire. Is that crazy to think about? No, it would have gotten like a COVID delay. So we'd probably be on two. That's why I said in a different world. Oh. <laughs> so, but. Also, Are you saying that the Lizzie McGuire movie, be, the remake being made, could have stopped COVID? Mm, probably. 
Yeah, probably. You're probably right, but um, we'll never know. Also, Hillary Duff did a magazine interview, and she revealed that she's recording new music. She's quoted in saying, I'm currently writing new music and going to the recording studio. I don't know if it will be an album or a song, but the idea really excites me. So I think this is going to be a uh, Disney bashing record. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that that's Mickey fun. the Louse by Hillary Duff. Mickey the Louse. Mickey the Louse. So that's the update on Hillary. These stories kind of have like a, a run through of reboots to one that got canceled, and one that could potentially happen, and one that is happening. So now it's on to the one that potential in a dream world. So next story is uh, Zach Efron is now eager to join a high school musical reboot. Oh, now he is. Right, right. So while now that he hasn't done anything in a while and he's not and he and he, he looks a little funny now he wants to do it again. <laughs> so when asked if he would ever be up to reprising his role as Troy Bolton, he replies, "Of course, of course. I mean, I have I mean to have an an opportunity in any form to go back and work with that team would be so amazing. My heart is still there. That would be incredible. I hope it happens." Here's the thing, Zach. If your heart is always with High School Musical, where have you been in other reunions? I hmm? know. Hmm? Where, where, where was that, Zach? Where was that? Uh, so you know he misses Baby V. Don't, don't promise me things that you that you know won't happen. But now that this is out, you know Disney is going to be knocking on the door. Yeah, they're going to be like, hey, we need someone to replace Olivia Rodrigo. In the series. So now that, like, Zach Efron has publicly said he is so open to doing another high school musical, do you think somehow something will happen? Maybe by 20 years. Or 15. 15's probably sooner. Because I think he was, like, the big... I'm sure. I mean, Disney has... They have a new high school musical, so it's not like high school musical has been forgotten in that in that world high school musical is woven into the tapestry of our culture it will never be forgotten and it has never ceased to be relevant i know that's why i'm saying now that zach efron the missing factor is like i'm totally down i would love to do it uh i think disney's like um giving me one more reason to hang on right but i'm thinking (laughs) but my thing is if i was any past disney channel star and i wanted to do a reboot I would be so, like, I mean, it's not going to happen unless we want to do, like, a Disney Channel version again. Yeah. I think they just need to do, like, a a reunion, <laughs> another reunion with Zac Efron this time. Yeah. And just, like, revisit, like, I don't know, recreate the set. Like, go back to the high school. Kind of like the Friends reboot did. Yeah. And they, like, recreated the sets, and they just, like, talked about their time. Well, Lucas Grayville's calendar is wide open. Their so. calendars are all open, except Vanessa. She has to hit the road to film that new movie about being a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's to hoping. Here's to hoping. I hope, like, in a, maybe like a year or two later, we can report uh, that High School Musical college reunion or High School Musical reunion happening on Disney+, Plus. but I doubt it. But we'll now I, I'm sure the Disney Mickey's ears have perked. Now that Zac Efron has <laughs> opened that gate, yeah, and we'll see how serious he really is. Did Zac- they ask him about that while he was promoting Firestarter? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, we don't care about this movie. We care about uh, High School Musical. Um, and our last Disney 
411 story before we get into our Ravens Home rehash. Disney Plus is officially taking fans down the rabbit hole. Have you heard about this? The streamer announced a new installment in the Descendants franchise. Pardon me? Tentatively titled The Pocket Watch, which will feature seven new songs, new characters including Red, the whip-smart and rebellious teenage daughter of Alice in Wonderland's Queen of Hearts, and Chloe, the perfectionist and athletic daughter of Cinderella and Prince Charming. According to the official logline, in order to prevent an impending coup in Oridon, one that looms during it's the coup. Cele- coup, whatever, in Oridon, one that looms during the celebration of a new royal baby, Red must join forces with Chloe to travel back in time via the White Rabbit's pocket watch to stop an event that would leave, that would lead to okay. grave consequences. When they say Cinderella, do they mean the Cinderella that was already Audrey's mom and was old? Because how did she pop out another kid, if so? I don't... I thought... If, I, I think if they said... No, she's Sleeping Beauty. Met... She's Sleeping Beauty, right? Because, because the boy... You got me there. I think I, you're right. I don't know. No, Chad. Chad is Cinderella's son. So there's another one. Pop. There, there was another one. Yes, so they would have had another child, I guess. So, instead of a Liz McGuire reboot, instead of a possible High School Musical reboot, we get a Descendants movie called The Pocket Watch. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I cannot. What well, we do- Dove Cameron, in a in an interview once, said she would love to do Descendants 3 and 4 and 5 and 6 and 7. So, where is she? Where will she be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I doubt anyone from the original will be in it. Oh, it didn't well, even, it didn't even mention if Kenny Ortega was attached. It just said it's that's in development. True. Oh, if he's not, take it away. I mean, speaking of Kenny, Kenny reposted the clip of Zac Efron saying he wants to be in another High School Musical. Kenny's the earth shook under Kenny's feet. He knew something was up. <laughs> you know, you know, Mickey Mouse knocking on Kenny's door. Kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Did you hear the news? Oh, well, speaking of Mickey Mouse knocking on your door, someone else is knocking on my door. It's Raven. And she's home. It's, and it's time for Raven's Home React. <laughs> Let me tell you something. All right. So this episode is basically the plot point that um, the very... Hunter called like know, when yeah. this season was announced. Yeah. It's just so obvious. So, since Booker is in Raven's old high school, my theory was we were going to get some old teachers. And we kind of did. So, yeah. um, we got one of Raven's teachers from the original Mr. show. Mr. Petricelli. Mr. Petricelli. You know, the guy who would always crack his neck. His son teaches Booker. And because Raven caught was such a hassle and Mr. Petricelli from the original show... His son, who now teaches Booker, does not like Booker, and is like going to fail him. And so, yeah, when they're and then the B plot is, is bad, um, and it's Victor is going to film a new commercial for the Chill Grill. Both the both A and B are kind are of recycled, recycled plot yeah. from the original show. And once again, 
Well, then we get, like, down to a beat point, like, later in the episode. So the A-plot is that Booker wants to get straight A's so he can drive Victor's old car in the, glo- in the closet. Right, and all, all of a sudden, the Baxter house and... has a garage we've never seen. <laughs> I know. And where was it? The layout, though. Maybe it was Raven's old basement room and they, like, ripped it out or something, but I doubt it. I need that swinging bed to make a reappearance. <laughs> um, but Booker, like, the, he's going to have to, like, ace this test to pass and because um mr petricelli's son read his father's book called the day i oh snapped (laughs) which is about raven and how much he didn't like her um booker gets really stressed and he can't take the test so then later raven goes down to the school to talk to mr petricelli's son and booker shows up in prosthetics dressed as his grandpa so it's literally a step and repeat and it was funny because, I mean, it, it's funny because Raven was talking to the new Mr. Petrucelli. He's like, my son is nothing like me. And as soon as she says that, Booker comes in with a full-on disguise yeah. as Victor. Well, Booker, unlike Raven, didn't glue down the wig. Right. Um, and it also isn't very good. It was, but... funny. it was funny because Raven was like, I would have committed. I would have never dropped character, which is so Raven true. is so helicopter mom in this episode that I was, like, almost angry with her. I was like, why are you here right now? I guess because she just feels bad that the reason Booker is not getting an A is because his teacher does not yeah. like Raven. But Raven's fits in this episode were immaculate. Really? Like she had her? like a rainbow, like the rainbow jeans and the jacket. It was giving Target pride. Loved it. I was... um, and then later she's wearing cow pants, which I thought maybe alluded to. Yes. And then I was hoping, so Victor's plot, Victor's back. Surprise! After not being in a couple of the your main cast member, (laughs) right? Um, That you begged to be on the show. Um, He's like, we're remake, we're doing another Chill Grill uh, commercial. So apparently, the same Chill Grill commercial has been playing for the last (laughs) seventeen years with (laughs) Raven's two best friends, Chelsea and Eddie. I was so hoping they would show a clip from it. I know, because Victor VHS, has it on VHS, but then they make a joke about how they can't play sense. VHS. So it makes sense. I, yeah. I thought they weren't going to reference it at all. I know. Because well, I they, they, we I did get a Chelsea this, reference in this episode as well. Yeah, Chelsea reference. Because um, something happens where Booker says, like, nothing's happening. And or Raven's like, the last time you said that, Chelsea's eyebrows took six months to grow back. Right, so I'm thinking, was that a Raven's what? episode? What happened to Chelsea's eyebrows? Also, no, it probably happened off cam. You know what I'm most upset about? Raven, I thought Raven was going to mention something about. I remember one time, me and me and Mister Petricelli, I had to disguise myself as my mom, and that yeah. was, was going to be the idea. And I was like, if you didn't know didn't, about that, Sir Raven, you would. I know you'd Raven. be so confused, or you'd just be like, "Oh, why is Booker doing that?" Because uh, again, missed opportunity to bring up Tanya. Every time, and and I and I thought for a second, Raven was going to do some sort of disguise. I did too. I, I really I did, because I felt like these. This was like a really heavy "That's So Raven" reference episode. Yeah, Very it was. Funny. Well, it's what so- happens with the B plot is that um, Alice, little psycho girl, the the dialogue is written very uh, very weird. Yeah, very odd. Like someone's having a stroke, but. 
Alice seems to understand it, so they put her in the commercial instead of Victor, and Victor gets upset, so the end commercial is both of them together, and she's saying the original lines, and he's like, that means come to the chill! Like, it's yeah. it's bad. I hated the B-plot. Yeah, I... Also, I think... I don't know if it's just how the set looks in high definition, and I'm so used to seeing the Raven school set in just, like, that little box, and, like, you know, just a tad blurry. Yeah. This set looks so <laughs> small and so It does. Cheap. It looks so weird. I don't know. I mean, they obviously don't still have the old one. No, of course not. But... So, and I don't like the the yellow, yellow locker. No, it looks stuff. weird. And it looks I've... like an avocado. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that they're referencing the lore that is that. I did Raven. get one big laugh when, uh, I guess not a big laugh, but like a decent laugh when um, Raven and Mr. Petrocelli Jr. are roasting each other. And he's like, I couldn't help but notice it's the middle of the day. And you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. And then commercial report. Um, they were showing a commercial for like some new Nintendo Switch game. And somebody was playing tennis. And the Disney Channel announcer went, get your head in the game. Boo. I know. First of all, yes. wrong inflection. Right. But second of all, you know what you did. But when I was searching about this episode, I was like, what happened to the original Mr. Petrocelli? He he's alive and well, but oh. <laughs> I was today years old when I found out he's the voice of Pumbaa in The Lion King. Like the movie? The movies. Oh my god, I just watched that again like two days ago. So Mr. Petrocelli is Pumbaa. That's so. crazy. <sighs> this was an okay episode. It didn't make me angry. It was angry. fine. It's just another instance of, like, them taking a plot point from That's So Raven that they could have done something really, really big and funny with and just yeah. kind of doing, like, the absolute bare minimum with Subpar. it. Subpar. Subpar. Yeah. So, that's Raven's Home Rehash for this week. Well, um, it's time for the prom. It's time for the again. prom. So, welcome back to May I Have This Dance. Covering uh, Disney Channel episodes that feature the prom all month long in May and peppering in a few of our own personal prom stories hither and thither. Yes. This week we are talking about The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And this episode aired one episode before Band in Boston, which was the last Zack and Cody episode. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, this episode aired on May 6th, 2005, and it is called A Prom Story. So the basic plot is Maddie decides to host her uh, prom at the Tipton. And at the same time, there's a circus in town that's staying at the Tipton. And Cody becomes obsessed with a mime. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, sometimes Disney Channel shows are just like (laughs) Mad Libs. And they just put random things in episode. So in the episode description, they said no one is happy with the prom, like how it turns out or something. And they had no one mushed together as one word. Which is how I used to write everything before I knew how to spell it. That's how we this episode it. features the iconic theme song shots of Maddie walking into the Tipton in a white dress, mm-hmm. Zach yanking Maddie closer to him, and Zach and Cody in the elevator where one of them is in a tux and the yeah. other is dressed like a mime. I always remember thinking as a kid when the episode playing was in the opening credits. I know. I, like, always oh, how weird. How weird. I always notice. How weird. I always notice. Yeah, I always um, notice too. So, this episode had me scratching my head because Maddie, Maddie is on this prom planning committee. Yes. But the guy that Maddie likes, whose prom they say it's his last prom, yeah. she says he's three and a half years older than her. So, is uh-huh. Maddie a freshman? 
So going to prom and on the prom committee? Oh. Or is Jeff just has Jeff just been held back for two years? That makes his well, girlfriend goes to Yale, so I don't think that's the case. That's a reveal that we get so later on. In I'm assuming everyone's high school prom is for juniors and seniors. Yeah, freshmen and sophomores can go if they are asked by somebody, but they can't just, like, go. So, Zach says his age. He said he's 12. Mm-hmm. Maddie's three years older than him. So, Maddie's 16. Or 15. 15 or right? 16. So, that means yeah. Jeff, her crush, is 17, 18. So, then Maddie's probably a sophomore. Yeah, she's not old enough. still wouldn't. No, she a, shouldn't be going to prom. I don't know if it's just because she's on the prom planning committee, but I don't remember. I I do know being... that. I mean, I don't think that's a thing. I know for in my school when you were, um, so like student council would help like decorate the prom and help like with the prom stuff. Yeah. And they would have to help break it down and like clean up and stuff, but they couldn't go to prom. They just had to come when the prom was over. That was the only way they could go, unless. But yeah, and it's not like. She got asked because that was her whole thing. Yeah. And she's like lusting after this boy. Yeah. But anyway, the, the episode opens with, I think, classic Zach and Cody outfits. Yeah. Uh, Cody's in like the sweater vest and like a checkered. Yeah. And Zach down. is in like, a, like an open Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And like an orange t-shirt underneath and big shorts. Yeah. Very... And they both run out of the elevator and start talking about a skateboard path. Yeah. They say, like, the Tipton's, like, so boring, blah, blah, blah. And then they open, the elevator's open, and there's a circus thing of this Tipton. Yes, and I'm thinking. a contortionist comes out of luggage. They're all in the lobby. And I'm thinking, is the Tipton the worst place to stay? <laughs> <laughs> They're just having all these people run rampant in the, in the lobby. Mosby's all about don't go running in my lobby. But he's so okay with, like, someone doing backflips and, like, pretending a to be a ball. That is a paid professional. Still. I'm just saying. Yeah, the the Tipton more often gives me like Ramada Inn vibes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as like it's supposed to be like swanky, but well, the it, the Hilton Hotel would not allow this. The only thing that's supposed to set them apart, I guess, is that they have a lounge singer. Right. But a I, pool. I, mean, I don't know, like a Hilton that would just have a lounge singer, but I mean, other than I don't that, it's it just I was just like I feel like a fancy hotel would not allow that. Right. They wouldn't unless, allow all these random things. Unless they're from, like, um, Barnum and Bailey or something, and they were, like, dropping right. the big bucks. Yeah. Or so, maybe this was the cast of The Greatest Showman. There's a part at the end. The there's a part at the end where we when we're going to talk about the actual problem where I said, I've seen this in The Greatest Showman. I'm sure I have. <laughs> I have never seen that, and it, I have made it my life's mission. To You've never seen that movie? Mm-mm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't want to. I, you know how I get, like, anytime something becomes immensely popular and a bunch of people really love it, I won't, I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. You just have to be so different, don't if you? It's, if it's justified. I don't feel that way about things like everything everywhere all at once. Right. All right. But, yeah. So, that- so Cody has an affinity for this mime. He, like, becomes enamored with this mime and he's following him around the lobby and, like, yakking at him and being like, Mr. Molesby, Mr. Molesby. This yeah. guy can do the walk down the stairs trick. And so he does it. And then I guess the bit that runs through this whole episode that is sort of funny but gets really grating after a while 
is that Cody obviously doesn't understand how to be a mime, so he narrates everything he's doing. Yeah, I like I, he'll, I, he'll be like, "I'm going down. What I'm really doing is just squatting, and and it looks like I'm walking downstairs." There's a moment in a couple scenes later where <laughs> I remember the kid thinking it was so funny when he would go, "I'm in a box. I'm trapped inside a box." You can't yeah. find me because I'm in a box. I just Why? Really like, us as kids, we were like, mimes? Comedy. It was it's like, the, it was always like, mimes are comedy. Like, warts mean you're the grossest person on earth. That was kind of like the comedy, like. Being covered in food. Yeah, ointment. <laughs> Oint- you're covered in ointment. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, Not me la- I'm laughing. See? I think it's just a funny word, ointment. It, it, it was, I think it was the way he said it. But, but this man, I know Cody is not paying him for his time. No. And he, like, when he turns to look at Mosby, he is frustrated. Mosby's like, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. But <laughs> then, like, on the other side of the lobby, <laughs> uh, Maddie and Zach are talking. And Maddie's just like... They're just, like, talking, like, how Zach and Maddie talk. And then... Yeah. Maddie's friends from school, a.k.a. the prom committee, are at the Tipton, and Maddie, apparently on the clock, I'm assuming on the clock, just puts a clothes sign on the candy <laughs> counter and walks away. And I'm like, you aren't getting paid yeah. to be there, ma'am. And you can't just leave your lobby. I was like, you can't just leave your post like that. I mean, it's close to her, but like, yeah. No, but no one's like even covering her counter. No. Where's Millicent? Where's Millicent? And <laughs> it's not like the candy counter secure. No. Someone can easily just walk behind it. I just thought it was like, okay, you got to know your priorities. But on the prom uh, planning committee with her, we have (gasps) someone famous. Monique Coleman. (laughs) I can't remember the character's name, but Monique Um, Coleman. Let me look up. Was this a recurring character? I feel like she did this a couple times. Yeah, I do remember this not being a one-off. Her character's name is Mary Margaret. Oh, yeah, because they go to, like, Catholic school. Yeah. So they're trying to plan the prom committee, and they're like, well, we could go to Lou's Budget Grotto again, which, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it I was sounds like to a garage. Me like a, like a, yeah, like a knockoff um, dollar store or something, and they're just clearing the shelves and dancing there, but I guess it has a DJ, so. Yeah. But why is it called Lou's Budget Grotto? I don't know. I think, like, the word grotto is just funny. Yeah, but so, Lemon overhears them talking. Wait, uh, uh, your question before... Uh, Monique Coleman was in six episodes of The Sweet Life. Okay, I thought so. I knew I'd yeah. seen her before. So she's like in a recurring character. So London overhears them talking, and she walks up, and it's like, well, Maddie's thinking about, like, they have the idea to rent out the ballroom at the Tipton for their prom. Where did you have your prom? Well, my senior prom was at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, said yeah, that yeah. last episode. But my junior prom was at this, like, art like new arts venue in town so like still nice like both swanky yeah ours was like in a like ballroom type place but it was like in a hotel or anything just kind of like a conference room yeah a conference room not a conference room but you know and they're like oh my gosh no like we don't even have the budget for that and london's like oh no like i can get it for you and then london also promises to get maroon Maroon 5 for free for free to play there which Maroon 5 won at, for free. At that time. But for 2005? Prom, ever. Ever. Ever, but even Adam back Levine then. Adam Levine is such a douche. He would never do that. Honestly, imagine at the end of the episode, 
special guest star Adam Levine. <laughs> and then, well, when it comes time for the prom, they don't show <gasps> up, and everybody's so mad. Right. Like, How would we do? They would never. But y'all, also, y'all know better. They were. And y'all didn't even have a plan B. Th- they were talking about, um, what was the band that they were originally going to have? It was like the Nuns. They were going to perform. Oh, I don't their... remember, but they were sure as, as hell excited about them. Uh, and then they said, and Judas left the band. <laughs> oh, it was somebody in the Disciples. Yeah, it was someone. And, and yeah, Judas left the band. Judas left the band. So I thought it was funny. But was. I was thinking, Good did you, you have a DJ or a live performer at your prom? It was always DJ, DJ for us. Both times. Yeah. I'm thinking, who has a... They, with, like, the big screens to play, like, parts of the music videos and oh, stuff. Oh, ooh. Yeah. We didn't. We had, we had like, little, like, I think we had projection screens, but it just played, like, uh, like images. It wasn't, like, the music video. It was just, like, fun, like, lights and stuff. So. Um, they have, like, a catering budget or something. They were talking yeah. about, like, getting little, like, pork roll-ups or, like, something. And... What's the name of the guy? Is it? Jeff. It's not Lance. Jeff. Um, Jeff says something about meat and stuff, and Maddie gets up and looks at him and goes, "I love meat and stuff." I know. Ashley just. This is her episode. This is probably her. Like she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna milk it for all it's worth." <laughs> but before, not her wait, saying, "I love meat and stuff." <laughs> um, but before that, we have to we have to acknowledge that the little seeds is planted in Zach's head because Zach asks Maddie, "Do you have a date for the prom?" And Maddie's like, no, no, I'm still waiting for someone to ask. And Zach goes, well, um, you're looking for X, Y, and Z. I'm your guy. Because he's, like, got a better grade on his vocabulary test. And Maddie goes, yeah, the, congratulations, Zach. You're, that's awesome. And, and Zach's like, you never you're, you never know who could be your prom date. And Maddie's like, yeah, he could be in this very room. Yeah. Well, uh, Maddie is babysitting for yeah. um, Zach and Cody. And... Zach doing one of his classic smooth lines. He's like, "You're not babysitting. You're adult sitting, baby. You're adult sitting, baby." Chef's kiss. Also, what a smooth uh, little boy. So Maddie is. So yeah, we cut. They're making the. So they have the plans of. They're gonna have the prom at the Tipton, mm-hmm. and their Maroon Five is gonna play thanks to London. London's like, "I got you. We're gonna get it covered." And then, so Maddie is babysitting the twins, and Maddie is asking the twins if they could just work at the prom and pass out yeah, hors d'oeuvres. Two little I twelve-year-olds said, running around with trays. Right. I said not the, not her like making them go to work. I know. Well, before I think right before Maddie comes over, Cody is doing like, "Mommy, watch me mime," basically, and Carrie has no time for it. She does not look at him once. Is this wait? I thought Carrie was singing. She like, is. I think, like, she's getting ready to leave in, like, a different scene or something. Yeah, but we have to talk about... Yeah, you're right. You're right. No. Oh, because it's when she's talking to Zach about um, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's later in the episode. And I got it mixed up. But Cody's like, I'm walking the dog! Or, like, oh, wait. something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's like, go walk your dog Can you go walk room? your dog in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she I, threatens I, to ship him away in his fake box if he doesn't get out of the room. Yeah, this is, like, when I just remember this episode distinctly, like, hammering in the fact that Maddie and Zach are only three years apart. Yes, three and a half years. The phrase three and a half years apart is said so many times. Drink drink every time three years is mentioned in this episode. Hospitalized. Hospitalized. (laughs) Hospitalized. Carrie does. Well, while Carrie's gone, Zach teaches Maddie to slow dance. 
because she says she needs help practicing something, and Zach goes, Kissy? <laughs> Kissy? Not exactly like that. It'd be funny yeah, if he did. You, but... you did your Miss Piggy impression. <laughs> Gumi? It's bad. Um, but yeah, and she's like, no, I need help. I need practice slow dancing. And he's just like herking her and jerking her in and out. And it's like, yeah, I, it's so I'm weird. Like, wait, how does Zach know how to slow dance? I bet his dad taught him on the road exactly. and was like, if you're going to be smooth, fella. Yeah, you're going to be smooth. <laughs> but the way he is so aggressive. He's with... so aggr- He's yanking. He's a yanking her. Also, Maddie is in flats. Maddie's <laughs> slip-ons are going like every time Zach Literally, pulls when, her. When uh when Zach lifts his arm so Maddie can go under, you just hear clank 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 She's in like a like a Japanese like silk patterned hooded jacket and a jean skirt. Once again, the outfits aren't as horrid as they were in the last. No, this Zach one's Cody passable, episode, but it's Boston. it's questionable. It's questionable. And then but Carrie... you know was not questionable. Says, Miss Carrie Martin walking through the door. No way! <laughs> what she says! Maddie post, asks post her. Performance. Maddie asks her how the show went. And Terry oh. <laughs> looks like kind of downtrodden for a second. She's like, "Well, actually," and then she goes, "I rocked." <laughs> Icon behavior. Icon behavior. The way we are Carrie Martin stands <laughs> till the day we die. Why Why wasn't Maddie like, wait, I know the best singer in the entire world, better than Maroon 5. We need Carrie, Carrie Martin. <laughs> Carrie would do it for a check. <laughs> Carrie would do it for free. She would. She'd be like, just give me a ham roll up. Do you know why? Because she rocks. <laughs> I love, uh, I love, like, every time Carrie Martin's on my screen, I'm like, Okay, now I'm paying attention. So then Zach overhears Carrie and Maddie talking about how the guy she wants to go to prom with has a three and a half year age difference and maybe something surprising will happen. And Zach is overhearing this being like, oh, it's about me and she's in love me. with Ooh, me. Oh, no. no. No misunderstanding has ever happened in a sitcom. Especially not on Disney Channel. That's right. not the core plot of just about no. every episode that Ed has ever no, been. No, no. So... It's either... A secret, a misunderstanding, or both at once. In the case of that's right. so Raymond, and then right, and then Zach shuts the door and he's talking to Cody. He's like, "Oh my gosh, Maddie's gonna ask me to prom. I gotta practice my kissing." And Cody goes, "Don't look at me." <laughs> cut to commercial. So then we cut to, I think it's the the, the prom after that. The elevator. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. elevator where Zach is in his baggy tux. <laughs> Baggy, not baggy fitted baggy at all. I that was my tux my senior year of high school. That was you wearing dress pants to banquet when we were in college. You didn't. We all know about it. We all know. It it was a bad. It was a bad. By the time we graduated, party. Hunter wore a fitted suit. It was very nice. It it took four years, but it finally <laughs> I finally got a fitted suit. My my suit my senior year, my senior year prom was baggy. I could have like. <laughs> I could have shoplifted in all the room I had. <laughs> oh, man. And no one would, no one would be the nut wiser. But Maddie while, comes walking in. Well, well, while Zach is wearing his tux, Cody is full on mime now. In the makeup and everything. His eyebrows are blocked out in white. He's got the red <laughs> mouth, white face, black beret, yeah. everything you think. Yeah, um, very, like, very, like, stereotypical So, mind. Maddie walks in with her hair. Looking like she's about to get married. All done. White, poofy, mid What do you dress. think about, like, white, like... White at prom, like I wouldn't. No, and I think 
that that dress in particular looks like a wedding dress. Cream, maybe. I mean, like if it's a certain shade, perhaps. But mm-hmm. like white, white, like that. Yeah, she's got yeah, all these I little gems thought... in her hair, and it's curled. She I looks great. Looked she like gets a mild a woo. Bride. <laughs> like woo. when she walks in, it's not like a, a the woo that you'd get for a kiss, but it's like no, a, it's very like woo. It's very much like her cinderella moment because it's a wide shot and she goes through the spinning door and she walks and in she's and she like walks... looking around yeah, all looks. alone and zach's like my date's arrived <laughs> and i'm like what what's happening so they walk in and there's no music going on everybody is mad mad because maroon 5 didn't show except for the two maroon nuns that are know. just like playing cards and minding their own but business. i'm thinking this doesn't make sense because maddie is part of the prom committee so she would be the first one there to make sure everything's yeah, going Yeah, and it seems like it's already been going on for like an hour. Mon- Monique is pissed. <laughs> she is raged. <laughs> She's leaving. Her character in this is her character in High School Musical, it just is. with more but lines. At one point, it's pretty early on. She has a very like Monique Coleman, regular, calm way of speaking. And she walks up to Maddie and in a whole nother voice goes, <laughs> I had a limo for this! <laughs> right. Like that another was, was like moment. split, and then she like <laughs> chomps down on a celery stick or something angrily right. and walks away. That was her moment. That was her. That was her one line. That was her shining. Also, moment. I was like, first of all, this is, y'all are all on the prom planning committee, so this is right. everyone's fault. And if we knew London well enough, like Maddie knows London well enough, she should be like, mm, let me just double triple yeah. check and that that's London also, has us all under control. I already said this, but that's also not on y'all for being like. Just in case we can't get Maroon, Maroon 5, 5 to play our high school prom at a hotel for free, maybe we should have a backup plan. Maybe the lounge singer that's here every night. Well, it turns out that the only reason that Maroon 5 backed out is because they're doing a benefit concert for Wales, which London <laughs> is like, and I've been to Wales and it's just, it's a nice country. <laughs> so Maddie, like, Zach can just like zach can tell that maddie's disappointed and the prom prom's ruined mm-hmm. and i kind of had the similar situation happen to me really not really like this but my senior year so some so we had a, like a black light dance oh um my senior year and like things got a little crazy at the black light dance um not like crazy that was the principal did not like um and so later a couple months later the prom was very restricted so only like he could he approved the music list and it was just like very very lame like a high school prom and like all actuality is pretty lame like if you think about it you know Mm -hmm. like they're fun but like looking back you're like oh oh, i remember that quite differently yeah but it was even more it i like even like at the time everyone was like this is like not cool like, this is very lame. So, I understand people coming to the prom being like, this sucks. Why are we here? I so. did not stay at my senior prom very long. I remember getting to my junior prom really late. Junior but. prom, we got there pretty early and stayed pretty much the whole time. But senior prom, I was there for, like, maybe two hours. I don't remember how long I was there for senior prom. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Zach runs into the lobby in a panic. And he finds... The mime. And the mime is like, get away from me. Because he thinks it's Cody. 
Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 you're confusing me with my twin brother. And he has the mime rally all the circus performers. And he's like, do you guys like accordion music? Oh, I forgot the backup person that London got them, she said, was on tour with Madonna. And it's just this guy. It's the guy who drove the tour bus and he's playing accordion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like, do you like accordion music? And they all shake their heads. He's like, do you like cocktail weenies? They all shake their heads. And he's like, look, guys, like the girl I love is in there. And she's having a terrible prom. And it's up to me to save her. So they all burst in and turn this prom into the Cirque du Soleil. Turn, turning into the greatest showman. The way Zach just stands there frozen as everyone just passes him made me laugh so hard. Because I feel like Dylan Sprouse was scared. Like, all of a sudden, they just have aerial silks, like, hooked up. And yeah. they're, they're, everyone is loving it. Which, if this happened at my prom, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what's happening? But, and like, Ca- Jeff Carrie... is bopping. Oh, yeah, everyone's loving it. Carrie and Mosby Carrie and Mosby walk in. <laughs> All of a sudden, and Carrie's like, I heard this problem is lame. It's not lame. And then Mosby's dancing with the nuns, and he's like, don't let my mama know. You have a sister, sister. Do you think Carrie and Mosby were just, like, hanging out in the lobby, and they were like, oh, I heard the prom is so bad. Do you want to go see how Oh, I'm sure they were gossiping. And they walked in. I'm sure they were gossiping. I'm sure they're at the hotel bar. Having a (laughs) It was her night off. (laughs) It was her night off. They're like, that prom's in there. um, I'm sure it's really bad. Maddie finally gets the chance to talk to jeff and she's like oh my gosh like how are you doing and he's like oh you know like all i really wanted out of tonight was to dance with the girl that i love and she yeah. very presumptuously holds out her hands and says now you can <laughs> and he gives and he slaps the hands it's so funny he sees, he sees his girlfriend his college girlfriend behind him and he turns around grabs her hair like where her all her jewels and bangs are and ruffles it and says you yeah. did good kid if someone ruffled kid. my hair on prom night, they would have been murdered in cold blood. Do you know <laughs> how much you time? Kid. Right. My senior prom, my hair was a recreation of um, Hermione's look from the Yule Ball in Goblet of Fire, like that updo with the... I thought you were going to say my hair was a recreation of Hermione from Harry Potter 1, <laughs> the poofy hair. I just showed up teased. <laughs> it took hours. No, but I I did, like, the Yule Ball look, like, the updo that comes down a little bit. And it took, Uh like, two hours. And when I was taking my hair down at the end of the night, I counted. I pulled out 64 bobby pins. My gosh. So if someone ruffled my hair, I've never hit a man. (laughs) But I would have hit that person. (laughs) You've been warned. (laughs) But the scene before that, everyone's so excited and... Maddie and Zach are talking like Maddie's like oh my gosh thank you Zach so much you saved the prom you're the best I love you blah 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 and Maddie goes and I can't wait to tell Jeff this is the scene that happens before she tells Jeff and Jeff's like I have a girlfriend and Zach is crushed and so of course Carrie Zach is crushed and then Maddie is crushed and Carrie like the amazing woman she is uh, gives them both advice Carrie is the glue that holds the entire network of the Tipton together that's why she couldn't be on deck right if she went on the boat the tipton would have burned to the ground but carrie after seeing maddie so upset um she goes well someone else is upset tonight and turns to zach and zach and one of the funniest line readings i remember of this show scorching scorching monique colbin is talking about the weenies because she's like, is there any fat in it or something like that? He's like, no, I don't know what's in it. Just dip it in the mustard and go. 
It's like, dip it in the mustard, put it in your mouth, and walk away. That was me every time I got busy at the bar. <laughs> it was such a great line reading. Yeah. And so Maddie comes out to him, and he's still heated. He's like, what? And I'm like, he's like, oh, it's you. Uh, well, Carrie is like, someone else was upset that thought he was your date tonight. So Zach and Maddie and have a wait, wait before before we like leave Carrie because I gotta Carrie's like mom outfit like that little cardigan that's like wrapped up yeah and the scoop and her, neck shirt and the spiky hair yeah that will that will put porcupines to shame. So Zach Anyways. and Maddie have I know it was supposed to be sweet but to me it was a little weird. It was giving it was I giving licorice that. pizza. I got that too. I was like I know it's like spo- like there's no like. The, the lines and the way Ashley Tess is performing it, she's not showing any inkling that she has feelings for Zach. No. She's just, but she's very w- clearly trying to be nice to him. But the sentiment that the scene is, is like, maybe in another life, or like, maybe when yeah. we're older. Yeah. And, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I got, I was like. Because Zach says like something that he learned because of her and she's like that's the sweetest thing that any boy man man has ever said to me and then he says yeah, he, he says may i have this dance he's on board with the theme month thank you yes. zach thank you zach <laughs> no i know what you mean it was it was like because so zach goes will you no zach's like are you looking for someone Maddie's like i'm looking for someone older and zach goes 13 <laughs> And Maddie goes, no, 18. So she wants an older man. She does want an older man. And Zach does not fit the cut. But Zach's like, will you go to prom with me? Or something like that. And Maddie goes, I'll dance with you at here. I'll dance with you at your prom if you dance with me at mine. That was nice, though. That moment was nice. Yeah. And then they just have a nice dance. Yeah, where Zach has finally learned how to flow instead of yank. Flow instead of yank. And then... The last scene of this episode is Cody in the face of that mime one last time listing every food that they've had the entire night and it's all meat. It's like meatballs, pork, ham. He just keeps going. And the mime shouts, I'm a vegetarian and then gasps because he has just broken his 30 years of silence. And Cody's like, oh, well, we had veggies. I, He's a humble vegetarian. That man. That was his breaking point. Like, I don't know if he made he, it. I don't know if he came back from that. Mr. Mosby should have been like, told you. Told you <laughs> twice. Something like that. Uh, so what did you think? And that's kind of like the end of the episode. Yeah. Nothing really major happened that made. It was an okay Sweet Life episode, in my opinion. I liked it fine. It was like I remember this because this is one of the earliest episodes, mm-hmm. and these are like some of the images that are burned in your brain because it was in the theme yes, song. Yes, but it wasn't like the major laughs. Like it's not really like no. a major sweet life moment, but it's still no, like, like London's a good episode. London's barely in it. Yeah, she's like in two scenes. Cody is off doing his own thing. Mosby's barely in it too. You know. Mm-hmm. So it mainly was an Ashley to like to exist. It's just like to examine the relationship between Zach and Maddie. I guess <laughs> this is that episode to finally <laughs> to find to, to, well to, to, to give the Zach and Maddie fans something to touch on our theme month 
uh, points. Did they make it to the prom? Yes, they did. We yes. saw it happen. We saw it happen. And, and out of is it a, five, was it a good prom? Was, was it a good prom? I'd say it was very much a five. A five? Because it started really bad, and I think at that point, like, as bad as it was going, literally anything would have helped. But in any ordinary prom, if the circus came romping through, I would be so confused. Right. It didn't look like a big prom. It did not. I mean, it's for a Catholic school. Yeah. Um, I thought, like, it was probably may- maybe a more realistic way of what a prom would look like. Very, like, low budget. Just a couple of balloons on the floor. Yeah. That's all my problem. The dresses were indicative of prom dresses and not garbage bags. Right. I thought the dresses were a little bit better than the That's a Raven dresses. People actually looked like they were going to prom. Yes. Hair done. Unlike the That's a Raven prom where Chelsea looked like. Chelsea slop. She was running late and just slipped on the dress out the door. Out of five corsages, I think I would give this episode a three. I would give it a three as well. Mm -hmm. Very middle For of the all road. the reasons that we just said earlier. Um. We, okay. We we talked about this in the That's a Raven prom episode, thinking of like another plot, um, that maybe maybe would have been better. Do you think there would have been another plot that you could think of? I mean, maybe just I'm, like Maddie's prom is the A plot and something else is the B plot. Yeah. And yeah. I think like it London was a good... is the I, like something more with London's involvement. Yeah. I I th- I think the idea is I, I I agree with you. I think the B plot should have been something different. Maybe like, Mosby is London's last minute date to prom. <laughs> I think they should have, since Maddie and London were the Maddie and Zach were the A story. I think they should have done something with Cody and London. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 I like said, something the B story like was like funny, but like just it got kind of grating after a while. Maybe it could have been something that London and Cody aren't going to the prom, so they're going to try to do like an anti-prom maybe and then at the end they all join the proms together and it's just like one big prom that'd been fun you know what else anyway. would be fun <laughs> you're reading disney channel mm. you're reading disney channel all right you're reading disney channel is a segment that when we talk about a specific tv show or movie we read a scene from it and since we're talking about the sweet life of zach and cody episode a prom story we will be reading a scene from that episode. So this is all the context you need. This was right when the episode begins, and Maddie is at the candy counter, and Zach just walks up, and they're just catching up, you know, as two friends do. So, would you like to be Becca? Would you like to be Zach or Maddie? Do you have a preference? No, I always let you, I always let you choose. I'll be Zach. Ooh, all right. I think you were Zach last time he said a flirtatious line, so. Get that Hawaiian shirt ready in the swoops. <laughs> all right. And I'll and I'll get my atrocious costume on for Maddie. All right. So, I'm Maddie. You're Zach. Zach walks up to the candy counter. And action. Hey, sweet thing. What's the special today? I hope it's tall, blonde, and curvy. <laughs> Sorry, fresh out. Now, if you'll excuse me, my prom committee will be here any minute. Prom, huh? So who are you going with? No one. Yet. I'm holding out for a special someone. You know, someone handsome and sweet, funny, and smart. When you say smart, do you mean like someone who just got an 85 on his vocabulary quiz? Out of 100? Yep. Oh, wow! That's great! You know, Mr. Perfect could be closer than you think. In fact, he can be right in this very room. Yes! 
<laughs> and scene. I had so many. So like, I pick out the uh, um, Eureka channel we do, and there were three scenes that I almost did. And I was going to present them to you, but I just ran out of time. It was going to be this one we did. It's going to be the very last one where Maddie and Zach have the heart to heart. And then, of course, I wanted to do a Carrie scene. <laughs> there just wasn't one long <laughs> I was, I was, I, I was going to do the one where you talked about where it's like, how'd your show go tonight? Well, oh. I rocked. <laughs> <laughs> it was such I a rocked. funny line delivery for me. I loved it. Kim Rhodes makes it count every time. Kim Rhodes. All right, what's the Disney Channel Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is always have a backup plan for your prom, especially if the promise is as lofty as Maroon 5 for free. I'm going to piggyback that lesson. Always have a backup plan, and when in doubt, hire Carrie Martin to perform at anything you need a performer for. <laughs> That's my Disney Channel lesson. That's tea. Um, Becca, if you want to, if people want to see how you mime, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo. It's Becca H E Y O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner. Robin Williams' top ten worst list is out now. I'm working on the best list, so that will be here soon. And if you like me talking here, you're really going to like me talking more on my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Got a review of a Christian comedy special coming up again next week. So check us out. We are YGSSG Podcast on all the socials. And if you want to follow me on any social media, you can find me on Instagram at Martin, Twitter, H. Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up to date on everything about this podcast, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all the social medias. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast, and you'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us on all the platforms you can rate and review us. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you don't want to see. Uh, DM us on all the social medias because we love chatting with you guys. We love conversating about, like, we my my new favorite thing is people sending us things. Yeah. About, like, have you seen this? Or, like, they tag us. I We love that. Um, yeah, always reach out because we think it's the coolest thing when uh people reach out and just say that hey we love it and uh, we hope to see this next or you know all of the above we just think this is the coolest thing ever um because and we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it all right well next week we are checking in to another prom i should have used that pun last week (laughs) okay what what's a good what's a good um what's a good like pun for next week um we're go- oh, all right. Next week we're gonna get the limo out front. Ooh, la, ooh. and make, make sure you're looking smiley. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> wig, wig not included. Well, if that isn't obvious enough, uh, until next time, right. we will <laughs> see you later, time travelers. <laughs> Always buckle your seatbelts. Ah!